welcome to another edition of Fueling the Flame, where we're here to help you build a strong and successful marriage. You know, for the month of November, we're going to have a four-part series on the love dare. I'm going to challenge you for the whole month of November. Things that you we need to do in our marriage to build it, make it strong and successful. You see, I'm a believer that love is more than words. You see, we could say we love pizza. I love football. But at the same time, to say I love you. Sometimes we lessen the value of love. We downplay love, right? Because it's a feeling. Feelings change, right? Love comes and goes. But love needs to be higher than that. Love needs to be an action that needs to be shown and demonstrated on a daily basis. That's why this next month, as we close out season two, we're going to talk about challenges that we all need to do in our marriage to make it strong and successful. Okay? The Bible says that love is patient, love is kind, right? In 1 Corinthians 13, describes what love is all about. And we're going to take that scripture, we're going to use that scripture to help us, right, put into practice these things to help our marriage. Bible says love is patient, right? Love is calm, peaceful, willing to wait, willing to, willing to have grace and mercy. Forgiveness. Right? In a world of council culture, right? We hate those who come against us, right? We hate those who who disagree with us. Yes, there's no such thing as a perfect marriage. We fight, we argue. We disagree, right? But in the midst of that, we need to have patience. Many times, we, we need to be the peace makers. The one that says, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I was wrong. Those who, 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 who don't let anger and hate, violence control them are the ones that gonna have strong and successful marriage. Those who, 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 who remain calm, remain peaceful and gentle are the ones that are going to have a lasting and long marriage. 
right? But many times we criticize, we judge, we look down upon our spouse. We pick at their at their weaknesses, right? Remind them of their mistakes. When it should be forgiven, thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. Don't call it up, right? Don't remind them, don't keep points. Don't keep track or score. But patience is just so key. You see, when we're in the heat of the moment in an argument or disagreement, right? We have a choice. A choice to be peaceful and patient or choose to retaliate, be angry, upset, call names, be judgmental or criticize. The more, right, that we are patient with our spouse, embracing their differences, embracing their beliefs and values, even though it, it, it may differ from ours. Sometimes we got to look at things from our spouse's point of view. What makes the marriage strong, what makes the marriage run is understanding each other's beliefs and values, embracing them. And that takes patience, not getting upset, not getting mad, but choosing to, to, to be calm and to be peaceful. That's why I challenge you, right? Be patient with your spouse. You may not get it at first. You may not get it the 10th time, right? But keep, you know, communicating and keep, you know, just putting in different ways until they do understand. We need to just demonstrate patience. The Bible also says that love is kind. Are we saying kind words to one another? Doing kind things to one another? You know, I, I wear a shirt this is in a world that you can be anything, be kind. Be kind. So easy, you know, to retaliate, right? Evil for evil. When the Bible says no, return evil with good. In a world, right, that we want revenge, we want consequences for the other person. You gotta choose to be kind. Talking to a, a Christian brother about a month ago, right? You know, asking him, what do you do when somebody's being mean to you? When somebody's, you know, not being nice? He simply said, I kill him with kindness. So true, right? Hard to, to be mad at someone who's kind to you. Hard to get back at somebody who's kind to you. Sometimes we just gotta 
return the evil, return right the bad with kindness and goodness. That's what God's love is all about. Being able to show kindness to each other. Not retaliate, right? But to show kindness to one another. Be kind to your spouse. Right? Not tease them, put them down, but lift them up. Encourage them. Support them. Be their biggest cheerleader. Start being kind to your spouse. Number, you know, the third thing I'm going to challenge you. Bible says love is thoughtfulness. Do you think about your spouse throughout the day? Do you text them? Thinking about you. I love you. Hope you're having a good day. Those things help in a marriage. Right? Sometimes we think about ourselves more than our spouse. We think about our friends more than our spouse. We think about our jobs more than our spouse. Do we think about our spouse's feelings? Their thoughts, opinions, perspective? And so for me, it's so important when we talk about a problem in our family, in our marriage, I get my wife's perspectives. I asked her, what do you think? What do you think we should do? Many times our decisions affect not only us, but our spouse and our family. But many times we don't think about our spouse and our families when it comes down to our decisions. We're only thinking about ourselves, yeah? That's why, you know, I just don't give, you know, cards, flowers, candies to my spouse. Not just only on birthdays, anniversaries, and Christmas. There's times when I've got to say, right, give your wife a gift just because you love her. Just because you think about her. That's what we need to do. Right? Do those simple small things to show our spouse we're thinking about them. Right? A little post-it note on the mirror, on the refrigerator. Right? I think about you all the time. I love you. The more we think about our spouse, right? the more considerate we're going to be of them. Being thoughtful, you know, to our spouse, right? The last thing I'm going to challenge you, right? Love is not selfish. Love does not put me above our spouse. You know, we get married, right? Because you make me happy. You're supposed to serve me. But we don't return it. 
We, as spouses, we got to serve each other, give to one another, care for one another, help each other. Appreciate each other. What kills the marriage? What destroys the marriage? Selfishness, pride. Yeah, I use a word, right? When it comes to these people, the word is narcissism. People who are narcissistic, very selfish, self-centered, manipulative, deception, because it's all about control. Controlling my spouse, controlling my, my family to do what I want them to do. But in the end, they're going to only going to destroy themselves. You know, I, I sat in a, a, a court hearing, divorce hearing, you know, with a friend of mine, and they're about to have their custody hearing of their ch- ch- two children. And throughout the whole trial, you know, the, the husband kept saying, you know, a good parent cares for his children. A good parent provides for his children. A good parent, right, spends time with his children. So when it came down to cross-examination, right, my wife's, or my friend's lawyer, right, began to say, so you, you, you believe that a good parent cares for his children. Yep, yep. That's what I said. So you you believe that a good parent, right, provides for his children. Yep, yep. That's what I believe. You believe that a good parent spends time with your children. Yep, yep. That's what I said. That's what I believe. That isn't it isn't a fact, sir, that you have not spent a minute with your children. Is it a fact that you haven't spent a dime on your children? And he just lost it. He began to yell and scream and, and swear in a court of law in front of the judge. And that was the evidence my friend needed to prove to the court that his ex-husband was not an unfit father. That's what a narcissist does. Right? He lies and even buys his own lie. But in the end, he don't show it. He don't prove it. Narcissists are good talkers. But poor, poor examples. They don't follow their own rule. They don't follow their own beliefs. Because it's all about control all about me to make a marriage happy successful think of each other above yourself think about your spouse more than you think about any other people put the needs cares of your spouse more important than yours sometimes in marriage you got to put aside what you want your desires your plans your purposes for the sake of your spouse, for the sake of your family. What kills the marriage, right? 
pride, selfishness, narcissism. Think about your spouse above you. Put them more important than you. You see, many times in marriage that we put self more important, we put other people more important, and our spouse gets the leftovers. I encourage you. I encourage you. I challenge you. This week, before the next podcast, right? You show patience to your spouse. Show kindness to your spouse. Be thoughtful of your spouse, right? Never being selfish. Putting your spouse above your you. And I hope you take these challenges to heart. Next week, we're going to share four more love dares that we need to do on a, on a daily basis. Show kindness, thoughtfulness, be patient, right? Never being selfish towards your spouse. That's how we build strong and successful marriage.